Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and welcome to the Creative Mornings in Dubai podcast for May 2022, the theme now. Our speaker, Alex Maya, aka Alex House of Social, and this talk is a wake-up call, it is an invitation, and it is a DIY how-to handbook on how to take control of your life, how to start living in the now, how to really Put aside those limiting beliefs that we seem to let creep into our minds and how to just start doing, how to just go, 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 as Alex would say. What's Alex all about? Following the happiness. Alex is all about staying curious. She's all about learning. She's all about being around positive people. Alex is all about living the idea that your story is your most valuable asset. So take control of it. Get it out there and leverage it. You're going to love this talk. In fact, in this podcast, we have not only Alex's talk, but the Q&A. So sit back, relax, get some friends around, have a listen, have a chat, engage, and enjoy. Without further ado, here she is, Alex, host of Social. First of all, what an amazing warm energy I'm feeling already. Um... Thank you for having me. And it's just beautiful that I get to start my day today looking at all of these beautiful faces. So welcome. And thank you for giving me your time this morning. Just for the sake of time, because I'm terrible. I can go on for a long time. Uh, when's my, when, when do we stop? It's 8.34 now. You guys need to get to work, right? <laughs> so when do we stop? What's my... <laughs> We've, okay, 20. All right, cool. All right. Um, Okay, well, it's a little bit of an improv, right? We are in the topic of now. Um, I guess I'll start a little bit with my backstory. I'll try to make it quick and fast and maybe entertaining. Um, When I quit my job, actually, it was very much in the theme of today's theme, which is now. It was not something that I planned for a very long time. Today, my clients, my students... uh, All of my people in my community ask me a lot, Alex, I hate my job, I wanna quit, what shall I do? And the first thing I actually tell them was not at all what I did. So I'm even giving out the advice that I'm like, yeah, I really didn't do that. So I always say to people, hey, make sure that you're saving money so that when you hand in that resignation and you, you you launch yourself out into the world that at least there's some savings and there's some backup. I actually didn't do any of that, (laughs) not at all. And I didn't save any money and I had such a great salary and I just kept, you know, traveling and, and doing all that. So when I quit, it was very much a now thing. It was very much an in-the-moment situation, but I was very miserable for a very long time. I had a great job. I had a great title. So my experience goes back to about 11 years or 12. Well, I think it's like 13 to 14 years that I'm in social digital marketing. So I'm kind of an early adopter in the world of digital and social. Started back in London. I am Portuguese by passport, but I've lived and traveled through the UK, New York, Middle East, Singapore, Brazil. Brazil, I find Brazil to really be my home. Um, and so agency was my, is my, my background. I'm an agency girl from branding. From Any agency peeps here? Yes. All right. Actually, let's find out who's here. I want to know. Agent, so your agency, marketeers, yes. Stu- who else? Who else is here? Nine to five, nine to five. Entrepreneurs? Eight to four. Eight to four, eight to four, eight to four. I love it, I love it. And, and entrepreneurs? 
Who's got side hustle? Nice, okay. Freelancers, consultants, coaches. All right, okay, so now I kind of get a little bit of vibes here. So X agency works my way up every year. I quit my agency and I joined another agency. And guess what? At the time, everybody was like, oh my God, Alex, you can't do that. That's gonna look so bad in your CV because you cannot do one year in one agency and go to another. Well, guess what? I don't have any degree. The only kind of diploma I have is in performing arts because acting was my first career. So I did not go to marketing school. I did not go to business school. I don't have any of those degrees at all. So I kind of thought, hmm, how am I going to learn about this whole agency world, advertising, branding, digital, social? You know what? Why don't I just jump every year to a new agency and I'll just learn as I grow. And I'll try to find who are the people that are working there so I can learn from them. And as I write on my book that I published a book last year, self-published, I say, you know what? That was my university degree. My, my university degree was going from one agency to another agency to another agency. And I really didn't care about what people were telling me and judging. And that's always something that's been with me my whole life. And that's because of my mom and my grandma and how they brought me up. They always just said, hey, just follow your, follow your gut instinct, follow what makes you happy and just do your thing. And when when I was listening to James and James was talking about, you know, doing things in the now and just doing it, I was thinking, why is it that so many of us don't? And in my community, I get a lot of that. I get a lot of people always telling me, and even in my clients, right? When I'm working with my clients, sometimes they even cry and they feel so stuck and they're like, but why can I do it? Like, I want to do it. And when I'm really thinking about it, if we, if we do, it goes back to so many deeper things. A lot of it can be even your culture, your parents, how you were brought up, your limiting beliefs, right? If you had parents that always told you that you had to be perfect, that your, extra, your homework had to be right, that you have to know exactly what you're going to do, you're going to grow up with a lot of these you know, imprints in you, and it may not be so easy for you to go, I'm just going to do it, and I just don't care. So sometimes I get it. It's not so easy because there's a lot of this baggage that's coming with us from childhood, which then gets us to the topic of self-awareness and having that self-awareness. And I think when we look at the topic of today's chat, which is in the now and doing now, I want to attribute self-awareness as a big one, you know, spending time on us and really understanding Okay, do I have limiting beliefs? Do I have traumas? Do I have things that I need to do self-healing and self-therapy? Why can't I just jump, right? Because my mom and grandma always taught me that. They were like, just go, 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 go. And that's why I've always been able to just go. And that's gotten me in so many places and it's allowed me to get to so many things in my life. But boy, it has gotten me into a lot of trouble too. <laughs> But I take those as lessons, and I'll rather have those lessons, right? So, for example, James was talking about the unicorn video. I didn't get in trouble, but I did a unicorn video quite a few weeks ago, which I'm just dancing in the street, and I'm swinging in the pole. And I just kind of did it because I just wanted to do something fun. It, wasn't, it didn't have much strategy or thought behind it at all. I was just like, why don't I just get a unicorn suit? And let me just go and like, it really was just as simple and as basic as that. There was like no strategy at all. And then that one really did go viral. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can do like mini skits. And then I did the Metro one just last weekend. And I put the Metro one on my TikTok as I also put on my Instagram. And oh my God, I don't know what's happened. And since the past two days, 20% of the people on that video 
are just hating on me and they're so angry and they're and they're very offended and um yeah and uh and i'm like wow like did I did what Alex does a lot, which is I just do something, don't think too much about it. If I miss the mark here, like if I really offended someone, you know? So it's been very interesting to kind of see how you really can do something with the best intent and still people can see a lot of that negative, can only just see negativity and, and dark. So that was not really a best example of where I was trying to get to when you do something and then it backfires. Because it didn't really like backfire, but I'm definitely getting a lot of hate on there. Like people wished me dead yesterday and they're tagging Dubai police. It's like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are that offended by a unicorn suit in the metro. Yes. Yes. So it made me sad actually. And I'm quite a strong, positive person. But you know what? You know what made me sad? It wasn't the hate towards me. I felt so sad for those people. That's really what broke me. And I, if you look at my TikTok, you'll see a crying video because I document everything. And the same way that I'm so positive, I also like to show the truth side, right? I'm a believer in authenticity. So I try to be as authentic as I can with my content. So I started getting the hate and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Have I done something wrong? Hmm, let me talk to some of my local friends, spoke to my local friends and they were like, Dude, Alex, you're fine. I'm like, okay, so I'm fine. Okay, cool, good, good to know, okay. And then the comments kept coming in and then I felt sad. Like I did cry for like maybe 30 seconds a minute because it broke my heart. Because why will people just choose to see the downside? Why will they choose to see the negativity? And when James was like, the topic is now what comes to your mind? for me really needs to be positivity and optimism. And if all of us here in this room, if we have it, we must spread it and share it because the world needs it so much. Because I look at these people that are dropping in this hate and I just, my heart breaks for them because I'm like, really? Out of all the things you could choose to do in about 30 seconds of your life, you choose to look at a freaking unicorn video and drop hate. Like, you want to hate on a unicorn. Like, let's just like, really? You want to hate on a unicorn? What, like, how, how must you be hurting? Like, how frustrated must you be with your life? Like, how sad or depressed that you choose to leave hate on someone that you don't even know? That broke my heart. It breaks my heart sometimes when I see people that they just can't, as I say, see the light. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I hope one day they get to see the light, you know, so it made me sad for them, you know, it, it doesn't, I think in a way it also did affect me because I, for the past five years since I've launched my business, I've done many things that very much go off the book and they're not very much by the book, let's say. And I know that I keep pushing the boundaries a lot here in Dubai. And sometimes I'm always a bit worried, like, oh, how far have I gone now, you know? So to celebrate my 40th on 26th of April, I did a semi-nude shoot. And I was like, oh, God, let's hope I'm going to be OK with this one, you know, because <laughs> you just never know. And, and it was, the response was very interesting. It was very positive, And it ended up being very, and I actually didn't do it with the purpose of, hey, I'm going to do it to see what the response is. I really just wanted to do a semi-nude shoot because I really wanted to do something that would make me feel 
how I feel inside, which is very free and very comfortable in my own skin. And I love the 70s. And I'm like, okay. And, I, and he's a great photographer, Walid. And, um, and then we turn them into NFTs and we've put them in the metaverse. So when we're talking about the now, that's something that, that's very interesting. There's so many things happening in the world. And a lot of people are always asking me like, oh my God, Alex, how do I get into NFTs? How do I get into this metaverse? What do you know? And I was like, hey, I actually don't know nothing really. I'm, I'm also a student of this. So I think we're always students forever, right? I think we're always learning, we're always listening. My community, I love my community so much. And I'm always learning from them. And I learn and I grow from them as much as I give mini classes, master classes, live content. I have a free, I don't know if you guys know, maybe you guys can pull it up on the browser, but I have a free online academy. It's called the Rebel Academy, and it has more than 30 plus free courses for you on social media and digital marketing. And all of the, a lot of these courses used to be paid courses. So I'm not talking about, oh, it's like a 10 minute thing. We're talking about huge, big flagship courses. So definitely go check it out. So, okay, let's go back to my story, I guess. We've, we've gone into so many um, different places. You know what? Um, so I grew my career in the agency world. And then I think it was about almost six years ago now, I ended up started. The situation at my workplace became very toxic. Uh, my boss, there would be screaming matches, pointings of the fingers as things happen here or everywhere in the world, really. And, um, and, and the, uh, the environment became extremely toxic. And I had the team, I had a big team, which was my team, I had my own department. So I had a lot of responsibility. And, and I could see, you know, when you start seeing like, okay, this ship is sinking, there's absolutely no saving. So I always see my last year at my last agency, kind of like, you know, when you're in a relationship and you know the relationship is dead, but for some reason you're still holding on to it. That was me for one year. I still held on to that job for one year and I was so depressed and I was so unhappy and it was so toxic. It was just terrible. But I was just, I had so much belief in it. I wanted to stay, I wanted to stay, I wanted to stay. And there was this one big fight and, that, and we had many fights with the owner. And there was this one, and he's quite known and it's totally cool for me to talk about it because the story has come full circle. <laughs> Because it's very, Dubai is small, and if you look at my LinkedIn, you'll know exactly what agency this is and who is this person. Uh, but it's a sweet full circle story. And there was a huge argument to the point where I did get his finger pointed at my face, and he says, no one ever in this city is ever going to take you serious. No one will ever want to work with you. Oh, and especially with that hair. At the time, I had long hair, and it was purple because I had just come from Tokyo for a holiday, and that's where I got my, my purple hair, and I was feeling very savage at the time. I had, like, long purple hair, and I was in this mood of, like, nobody F with me, you know? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stay in this, and it's going to work out. And then it was like, slap, slap, slap. No, no, no. One After this big fight, I walked out. I, it was Imar Square. I came out at Imar Square, sat, just cried. And I looked up at the sky and I just remember what my mom and my grandma always told me. And they always told me, Alex, follow the happiness, follow what makes you happy, whatever that may be, but follow that, the answers are there. And make sure that you are independent, you can pay your own stuff, but follow that, that, that will lead you to where you always need to be. And I'm like, fuck, how, can I say fuck? Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I swear a lot. I say F a lot and other things. And I'm like, how did I lose track of this? How did I lose track of this? I'm not happy, man. I'm so depressed. I didn't want to get out of bed. The alarm would go. You know, you guys know the feeling, yeah? That alarm is going and you just don't want to get up. And it's not because you're tired. It's because you're going into that environment where it's just sucking everything out of you. And I was just like, oh, how did I lose sight? How did I lose sight of the sunshine? How did I lose sight of the light? And got on Skype back then with Skype. God, nobody talks about Skype anymore. <laughs> back then with Skype, get on Skype with my mom, and I'm just crying. I'm just crying. I'm just crying. Because for some reason in my mind, it was still not possible for me to quit. And, but I say to her, I don't see any more light. Like, this is it. It's just darkness. And I was scared, and I didn't realize why. And I say it out loud. And I say, I'm because my mom says, just fucking quit. Just hand in that resignation. And she's like, what's wrong with you? You've always just like jumped into things. You've always like in all of my life. Like I went to New York at 19. Like I like everything I've always wanted to do, I've just done. Like I just go, 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 go. And she's like, what's wrong with you? Like you, you've been doing this. You, you've jumped from one to another. What's wrong? And I realized, and I say, because I know that from, from here on now, I will never want to work for anybody else again. So I'm scared because this is it. Like, I don't want to now go look for another job. I don't want to work for anybody else now. I want to be my own boss. I want to do my own thing. And that's fucking like, that's scary in Dubai. Because at the time it was still, I'm going to do it here in Dubai. And we're talking six years ago. Six years ago, there was no freelance licenses. So when we're jumping to the topic of now, and when I look at you and a lot of people here in Dubai, and I say, be in my shoes six years ago. There was no freelance license. My first license was 25,000 dirhams. I'm completely self-independent. So I don't have loans. I don't have anybody paying my bills. Everything I make is on me. Everything that I need to pay is from me. So I'm completely 100% self-funded. 25,000 dirhams for someone who's just quitting their job. Oh, also did not save any money because, you know, <laughs> uh, that's a lot of money. So when we jump now into the now, for sure, I'm so excited about Dubai and UAE. There are so many more opportunities than there were when I started. Yes, I still believe freelance licenses are still expensive. We're still talking about 15,000 dirhams if you attribute visa and the license. So I need the two, right? So if you need the two, because you got to have the visa and you got to have the permit, you're still looking at a 15K that you need to outpocket. And then if you renew, it's still going to be 10K to renew. I still believe we can do better in the UAE. So hopefully, <laughs> maybe in five years or four years, these costs are coming down a little bit more. Or maybe you try to apply for the golden visa. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. You should, we should try. <laughs> so at the time, that was the feeling. Like, that's it. I'm going to quit, but I just don't want to work for anybody. And you know, um, I had the idea of House of Social. I had it all in my head. I knew exactly what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. I knew what the vibe that I wanted to create, the type of educational um, energy and vibe that I wanted to do with my educational arm. With my consultancy, it's like, whew, will people want to hire Alex? Now that Alex is not part of a big-ass agency, I'm just a one human, you know? And that voice was still a little bit creeping in of, nobody's going to take you serious. And I, I definitely felt like the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest fish in this big, gigantic, you know, Dubai city. Um, and then I did. I quit. I, I, I headed in my resignation because 
I always say, never stay in a negative, bad, toxic situation. Never, never, never entertain it, never stay. Because whatever, even if you don't know what's on the other side, whatever is gonna be on the other side is will 100% have to be better than the bad situation you're in. You gotta get yourself out as fast and as soon as you can. Does that mean you gotta start saving a lot of money? Yes. Does that mean you might need to change your lifestyle? Probably yes. You know, shop less, order less Starbucks. You know, all of these costs that I look back at my life and I'm like, wow, what an idiot. Like, I really did not save any money. Like, I was just living the life. I didn't care. And so, what else can I tell you? Yeah, so then I just had one thought in my head. And that was, let's just see if people will hire me. Let's just see if I can still get hired as a consultant. And will people pay me and trust me now that it's just me. I'm not under a big agency. That was my one and only big focus. By the way, did not have Instagram, did not have TikTok. TikTok wasn't even around at the time. Did not have a personal brand, did not have content. I did not have any of that. So for the next four or five months, I think it was, all I did was work, 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 work. I think the cool thing about Dubai, and we're gonna look at opportunities and jumping to the topic of now is that, Dubai is still so small. We're so small. If you really thought about it, the word of mouth that can happen in Dubai can be really positive. So word of mouth got around that I had left. So that was really a positive thing that happened at the time. And I got a lot of jobs. And guess what? They were like paying me the same that I was getting in the agency. And I'm like, oh, this is like crazy. Like I am making the same money, if sometimes not more. And I'm getting hired by other agencies which is perfect for them because now they don't have to hire me full time. And I worked in so many awesome projects. I even worked at the Louvre project, worked with Levi's, like really awesome like brands and companies. And so managed to make a lot of money, save a lot of money, change my lifestyle, re-audit my lifestyle. We did, me and my mom, she's my finance manager, thank God, because I'm really good at making money, but I don't know how to organize money. Ooh, I don't know. So we did a whole financial re-audit of my life, which is something that I always tell a lot of um, people. I say, if you really want to do a side hustle, if you are really thinking about leaving that job, really start re-auditing and editing your lifestyle because you are going to have to cut a lot of, you know, it's a whole different change. And you know what? For the first year of me running my business, I still ran it out of a shared apartment in my room. So I was still running it out of my, my, my little room that I had. And then it was just like, wow, okay, people are paying me. I'm getting money. Um, I remember walking home at 2 a.m. because I had worked late at Starbucks and JBR. And I called my mom and I said, okay, so if people are paying me and I'm getting money, then why can't I just then launch my own business? Like, why can't I then have House of Social? Because everything was in my brain. Like, exactly everything I wanted to do was so mapped out. It was so clear. Everything. And, uh, and as always, my mom just supports me. And she's like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And it's like, oh, what's going to happen? And, and that, that has now been a five. So I celebrated five years of being in business this past October, I, I lose track of time because I just work pretty much every day. So it's been five years and they have been 100% self-funded. I got to five figures last year, which I'm very proud of. Um, and it's been one of the most amazing journeys. And I always say to people, if you want to try and be your own boss, if you want to try do your own thing, oh my God, do it for the journey. Because I enjoyed every moment of it. My first year was so scary. 
I did so many things that were not by the book. My first big event, I, I did many master classes. I wasn't even allowed. I didn't, I, was, I didn't have a license that was required to have. And I was told that, oh, you're going to get shut down. They're going to come and get you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And let's just go for it. So there's been so many amazing experiences. And I just have fun with it. And when people sometimes ask me, like, shit, how did you really grow this business? How have you been growing it? I say, you know what? I just keep having fun with it. I've been doing so many things from master classes to boot camps to workshops. Now I did NFTs and there's a virtual gallery. I wrote a book last year. And oh my God, it got to fourth and seven on Amazon.com, which I think it's cool. Um, under the new releases of social media, not as bestseller. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. So I just keep having fun. Like I have this Rebel Academy and, um, and I spoke to Gary Vee. Who knows Gary Vee? Yes, right? So he's been a huge mentor for me, obviously from afar, even before I quit my job. And so when I started my own business, I put everything that he taught me in practice. And, and going back to the theme of now, it was like, okay, now is the time. All of those learnings I got from Gary, I have to like do it now, 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 now. And, um, and I managed to talk to him on tea with Gary Vee when we were on lockdown. And he kind of really inspired me to do my academy completely free. And so that has been really exciting that there's the now almost 7,000 students learning for free. And then I'm going to launch something really fun next Tuesday. And you will all be able to put in a request to have a personalized custom learning plan. Because there's like now more than 30 free courses. It's, you're going to get lost because there's so much. So we're going to launch that next week. So what can I tell you about the now? <laughs> I don't know. There's so much going on. Like... I have a small team for sure. So my mom is my biggest pillar and she's my finance manager and she's over there. And um, <laughs> she's, she's been with me through the ups and downs. Um, so when I started, so let's, if we go back to the five years ago, almost five and a half, um, there was no freelance licenses. So I got a license that was 25,000 dirhams and I had to pay 25,000 dirhams for three years in a row. On my third year, and I was making really good money, but I wasn't seeing any of it because it was going for the license, it was going for the business account, it was going for the accountant, and the list goes on. And after three years of running and growing House of Social in my two pillars, which is the educational pillar and the consultancy pillar, um, in three years of just running and running and running and running and just working so hard, but you don't, I wasn't seeing any... I wasn't seeing any, any money on the bank account. Like we would have finance sessions every month and it was like, so that's what I'm left with. Where is all the money going? And it was all of these costs of how expensive it was to run a business back then. And I'm talking about my type of business where I'm a consultant, let alone if we go and talk about other types of businesses where you might need a space and I won't go into that, right? And I actually got very depressed on my third year of running my business. I felt, I was very, I was a very angry person. You wouldn't see it, but with any little thing, I would just be like, I would either start crying or like, oh, I'm packing my bags because the resentment started kicking in. And if we, if we go back to the topic of self-awareness that I talked about earlier, I, it took me a while to understand it because I started feeling very upset. I started feeling very angry. I started feeling 
angry with my relationship with Dubai. And I love Dubai. It's been about 13 years here. And I just, the resentment just started coming in. And resentment is not good. It's a toxic feeling to have because you start hating on the person or the place. And that sadness kept coming in. That resentment kept coming in. And I understood that it was because I just wasn't okay anymore with having to pay so much to just be able to get up and do what I love. And even, and it was successful and it was succeeding. And that's, if we go back to the topic of now and taking action, I got on the phone, called my mom, and I said, we're canceling everything. She's like, what do you mean we're canceling everything? I was like, we're gonna deregister from like everything. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, we're just gonna deregister. We're gonna cancel the license. We're gonna cancel the business account. We're gonna go back to like almost alien tourist status. You know what I mean? Because I can't anymore. And maybe I will have to leave and maybe I have to go but I wasn't happy anymore. So even though I was doing what was making me, and when Gary came for the first time or second time, I think it was the first time he came, that video on my Instagram, it's still for me one of the most special videos that I think a lot of people should just always watch because you see me going up and asking him and I say, because he came exactly at this time that I was really unhappy. And there was a big conference and I was like, oh my God, how do I get up there and ask him a question where I really can't say, I'm really unhappy with Dubai because Dubai is really, like, I can't really, like, say that out. So if you watch the video, you really see that I'm just, like, navigating, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, but it's so obvious. Everybody got it. That clearly I'm like, you know, and he looks at me and he goes, Lee, you've done it before, you've left before, you've lived in other countries before, like, why is this still even a conversation? You're not happy? Leave. And I say to him, and you see this on the video, and I say, no, 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 yeah, no, no, I'm happy. I'm happy when I'm with my clients, I'm happy. When I'm doing my business, I'm happy. And he said something for me, which maybe seems little, but it was, it ended up being like, oh, okay. And he looks like Gary style, you know, he's like, no, you're micro happy, but in the big picture, you're not happy. You're depressed. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here asking me this question. So that's micro happiness. But what's your macro happiness? In the big picture, you're not. And I was just like, oh my God, it's scary. Of course, yeah, he's right. He's like, oh, you know, and I'm like, oh. And that was also an interesting part of my, my journey too, to really understand that even throughout your journey, you think you're happy. Because I really thought, no, 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 I'm happy, you know, like, no, but this is okay. Like, I'm, 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 with, I'm with the client. I'm having a great time here with my client, so I'm okay. But when really I was not, in the big picture, I was not, and big changes had to be made, whatever then, then became to be, and to then get back again to the path of being positive and being happy and, and having that. So I think if we're going to go into Q&A or chats, whatever, otherwise I can keep going going. If we go into the topic of now, the only thing I can just share with you guys is just make sure that you, you know, self-awareness, always tuning in with yourself to know. Because even it's going to be this October, it will be six years now of me having my own business. And it has grown. In, there's been so many things I've done with House of Social. You can look them all up on my website and my socials. Um, always, 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 always asking myself, am I happy? Am I being fulfilled? Is this fulfilling me? Am I growing? And am I learning, Right. Like, I want to learn, I want to evolve this whole NFT, this whole metaverse world. For me, I'm, for me, it's exciting to learn. 
Am I going to be a huge fan of NFTs? Me personally, probably not, right? But I've been having to learn it. I'm curious. So I think staying curious, learning. I think the company you keep is another big one, right? Who you keep near you. Do you have positive people? Do you have people that uplift you and you guys uplift each other? Because when I look back at my agency time, woo, it was like, oh, let's all, let's all pull down, you know? Everybody was just, and it was very interesting that when I left, all of those people, I lost them. We all went our separate ways. And I get it, right? Uh, just very different energies. We, I, I can no longer sit with you at lunch and talk about how bad everything is and how there's no solution. So I cannot be that negative anymore. I cannot share those conversations. We're not sinking together, right? So I think the company you keep is really important. Even less is more, rather have quality than quantity. And I think, you know, keep, you know, looking for the optimism in everything that you do. And even with marketing and even, even with social media, I always say, you know, if we look at marketing and if we look at social media and if we look at entrepreneurship or having a side hustle, if we look at all of that with more optimism, we'll find the solutions, we'll find the answers. If anything, we'll find the energy to get up and do it and, and figure it out. Um, and I think six year, going into six years now, this October of having my own business, and when I look at Dubai or UAE, ooh, it's definitely growing up, but I think there's still a lot of room to grow up a whole lot more. I hope, I'm excited for the future. I hope it continues to grow because what I love the most now is when I have my live classes online because it's the COVID thing. Um, but finally next Tuesday, I'm gonna have my in-person meetup finally since two years. What I've been loving the most is hearing how so many people in Dubai now are having side hustles and having side mini businesses or have quit their jobs and now are doing something. And I remember six years ago, that was like almost luxury. That was so expensive. It was so hard. So yes, there are a lot of opportunities now, um, but I think there's still so much room for more. And I, that's it. What, what, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Keep, you know, just, just, yeah, don't, don't hold back. Do it. And I get it that, I get it that that saying of just do it is hard because maybe how we grew up, the parents, culture right we know that in some cultures in some countries it's really not as easy to just I'm not going to go and study I'm not going to go and get a degree I'm going to go and be an entrepreneur in some cultures that's really not even that acceptable or that's not really what you do so I get it that there's a lot of actually baggage and it's not so easy to say but then have that self-awareness to know what is that there that needs healing or that needs therapy or that needs to be worked on because it will be so worth it to take the risk because the journey, the adventure, the lesson, the friends you'll meet, how you'll grow as a human. Like, I swear, I have no business degree, but I've been managing to have a successful business where I'm making money, good money, and I didn't go to business school. And the journey that I've been having for these past six years whew, beats any school I think I could have gone to or any university. I'm not saying that studying is bad or going to university. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that don't get too caught up on thinking that that's the route that you got to go. There are so many other routes. I've grown so much in these past six years, more than I ever thought. So even let's say tomorrow my business stops and I stop making money and people stop hiring me. 
it will always be ROI positive because of what I've learned, because of the risks I chose to take. Every, every risk, I find it to be an opportunity. So I always say when people are like, but that's very risky. It's an opportunity. And in opportunity, even if it doesn't work out, you'll take the lesson. And when we take a lesson, we grow and we evolve. And if we share it with the world through social media, then that's even more epic because then we're creating space for others to get inspired, to have conversations. Because I think when we do it together, when we share, there's so much power. There's so much power in community. So definitely, I, the last thing I'll say before maybe we go to Q&A is share. Share with friends. Share on social. Share your journey. Share your wins. Share what you're going through. You never know who you could be inspiring. And you can create community. And there's so much power in community. Because when we're together, there's so much strength. Even if we all have different objectives and journeys and we're in different paths, for me, my community of House of Social, it's like my heartbeat. Like it's everything. Even the haters. Even I've made, you've seen, I've made content where I send out my love to my haters and I say, this one's for my haters. Even my haters, I send them love because hopefully we cross fingers, they see the light one day. So yeah, share, put it out there. Your story, your story is going to always be your most powerful asset in whatever you decide to do in life. So yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> so I found two, two of your themes or topics that I really resonated with. One was the financial literacy. I think especially as women, right? I, um, I think a big part of us, especially as creatives as well, we normally are, are programmed to think if you're creative, you're not good with finances, mm. right? Or if you're a woman, don't think about finances, especially, I don't know, maybe certain parts of the world more than others. Um, so that was an interesting part. And I think, uh, like, what I've learned is that anybody can learn yeah. how to manage their finances. It just needs a willingness to learn it. Or, or something, or, or you make a really big mistake. <laughs> so I almost lost a gig with Max Factor. Because that's, this is why mistake, I, and I say in, 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 when you are an entrepreneur or you have a side hustle, make mistakes. Because some of my biggest or smallest mistakes I've had with my business, oh, they've actually then allowed me to grow. So when I started my business, I thought I could do it all. Because I'm like, oh, I do it all. I'm so good at everything. <laughs> and I'm going to handle my finances too, you know. So um, I managed to get a really amazing project with Max Factor. And that was on my second year. Max Factor, I was like, oh my God, this is huge, right? Like Max Factor wants to hire me. Who am I? Like, cool, 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 cool. And it was a really big project. And it was Max Factor in Saudi. Funny coincidence, actually. They were trying to develop a new makeup for women. I don't know. It was a really interesting thing. And so there's Alex answering all of the emails with the agency people, the, you know, the account managers, so that hopefully I could get paid. Because I'm, if you follow my content, you'll be familiar. I always say to you, never start work without getting paid. Never. Like, just don't. Don't, don't, don't. So that was the thing that was happening. And the email threat trail was just a nightmare. A typical agency. I love you guys, but we know, right? Come on, we know. For, you, for an agency to pay a freelancer or a consultant, it's going to be a nightmare. So that nightmare starts it. It was Johnny, then it was Anna, then it was Paul. It was like all these thousands of people in the email thread, and I just wasn't getting paid. And there was a hardcore deadline for this that I had to start the project. The deadline had gone. The whole thing was just a shit show on the email thread. And 
one morning, I just got so pissed off with all of these emails. <laughs> and I decide to send an email where I literally just say, you know what, if you don't want to pay me, fine, maybe just find another consultant. Like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and I was really proud of my email, okay. I call my mom and I'm like, oh, you should see the email that I sent. I've just forwarded it to you. Yeah, you know what, mom? I told them. I don't care if it's agencies. Yeah, I'm my own boss now. Whatever. I was so cocky. <laughs> mm. And my mom, Oh, and my mom at the time was not working for houses, so she was not, she was just my mom. She was not, she was just supporting, you know, because I was doing it all on my own, right? Because I could do it all on my own. And my mom's like, so, yeah, I'm reading the email. Did you really read the last email? Oh, the last? There's like thousands of emails. There's like all these people, like, no, whatever. Like, I just can't read it. I'm like, but isn't my email so amazing? Like, I literally just told him, you know what? Go find another consultant. Like, I don't care, you know, whatever. Like, and I was like, I don't think you really read the last, last, last thread of like that last email. Did you really read it? Oh, whatever, mom. Like, whoa, 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 what? Um, and it was the director. It was the agency director. And it's a very big known agency here in Dubai. And it's him it's that I, have, I had met. And he was the one that hired me even for the job. So he must have jumped in on that huge, silly thread. And he, not apparently, then he writes... He apologizes for this whole confusion and he says, the check is on my desk, just come and pick it up. And I had said to him, basically, almost F you. And he replies and he goes, okay, well, I'll just go find another consultant. <laughs> that was such a turning point for me because I never felt like I wanted to dig into a hole and hide. I remember, I think I was in the garden center. There's a coffee shop there. And I remember I was there and I just wanted to go like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Great. Wow. What an arrogant bitch am I? Like, wow. I've really like, <sighs> so I sat on this for the rest of the day, could not sleep through the whole night, then slept, wake up. And I'm like, okay, right. My mom and my Nana brought me up really well. I need to do the right thing here, which is... I need to like show face. I need to apologize. So I take a deep breath. I write an email and I apologize. And I say, oh, I'm really <laughs> sorry. I just got real. I'm, I'm not apologizing, but I want to explain. I just got really angry with the amount of back and forth of handling my payment. And clearly I was not at my best. Hey, if you want to shake it off and shake hands and we can start fresh, I'm game. If not, I will also respect. And guess what? Till today, we're amazing good friends. And of course, I got the project. But the biggest lesson I took from here was my mom. And that was when I was like, okay, you know what? Let me focus on being really good at what I do, which is making money, you know, relationship with people so that, you know, things happen. But there's no way I can be the person to be doing invoices or following ups or handling that part because I'm not good, which goes back to that self-awareness of it's so important to identify what we're good at and what we're bad at. And I'm a huge believer that we should really just double down on what we're good 
And so we really just keep, you know, becoming like these super, we have superpowers because we keep nourishing what we're good at. And maybe the things that really are just not for us, like finance management, I'm not interested. Like the whole finance of making money, how to price things, I'm very good at that. Hence, I've been able to run a business. But don't ask me to organize the money, like giving myself that salary, what bank accounts the money goes. I would be eating out of like tuna of cans, cans tuna probably if I was me doing it because I don't know how to do that. And that was when I realized I needed to have help. And thank God my mom is a finance manager and she does that. And, and we give away a lot of free sessions actually with my mom. So a lot of people in my community have had 101s for finance planning. So we are always giving away 101s with her. Um, so yeah, so that was a very interesting lesson to realize, okay, I need help. And I think someone earlier asked me if I have a team. So or maybe that's how we even, I don't know how we got here, but she did ask a question. But so my mom was the first person to bring in into my business as a big pillar of finance management. So every month we have a finance meeting. <laughs> That I literally need to be. <laughs> that I need, I need to be dragged in, literally, like by my hair, because I have a good sense. Like I know what's happening. Like I'll know if I'm making good money, or I'll know if I'm having. Because I'm the one there in the front lines. But it is very like finance. But it's it will be a big pillar for your growth. Because if you're not having a healthy finance management of your finances and, uh, and learning, like I, I've learned a lot from people that have given me feedback that, um, wow, I didn't even know that the business money is business money and my personal money is personal money. And I didn't know that that goes into different places. So there's a lot of really interesting things that you're like, oh, okay. So yeah, so she's been the first person to come in the business. And it, I don't think if I didn't have her, I don't think I would have grown financially so well. Yes, I probably would have had this. Yeah, I just wouldn't have because it's really important to know. Like, I run a digital online business, right? Like, it's social. So can you imagine the amount of tools I use? <sighs> One day, my mom sends me a list, an email. And she's like, you know, emergency meeting alerts. <sighs> What's happened? Like, am I, like, not making any money? I was uh, we're spending almost 5,000 theorems like on just apps and tools. Can we have a meeting on this? And I'm looking at some apps and tools that I have never used or, you know, that monthly subscription was on. So definitely get yourself someone that can, um, you know, <laughs> keep you on track and help you organize because it's really, really important as much as the making of the money and all of that. So that was a really good question. <laughs> Hi. Yes. So the first question, uh, to answer the first question is, if you guys go to my website, so it's Alex House Social, um, you will see a consultancy tab. 
And I have two options for my consultancy with how people can work with me. You can just get a 90 minutes power session. So that's like a one-off, you know, and a lot of people love to get that 90 minutes because it's just a one-off. So you can literally have it whenever you want, how you want it. And it's 90 minutes. And I try to give you, because my brain works very fast, but I have to be mindful of the person in front of me, right? Sometimes a person in front of me may not take that information at such speed, but I do try to give you as much as possible in those 90 minutes. So there's a one-off power session and then I have two consultancy packs I call them power packs what I think has been really awesome for the past um, five years of doing my consultancy is that my power packs are like do you guys remember the time when we would buy minutes for our phones you know like that's exactly you get a super power pack and you get a medium power pack and one comes with 10 hours the other one comes with five and these are not packs that are tied up to a contract. I don't believe in doing business like that. So you use this time as we want and need. You have a live tracker so you always know. When it ends, you can renew it right after or you can renew it whenever you want. So you actually are not tied to any contracts. Um, you know, if I'm good, you're going to keep coming back. <laughs> and I want that to be because you want to come back and also when it's financially good for you. So yeah, so there's two packs, there's two options, and there's the power, the 90 minutes power hour, and that's my consultancy. And then I have a lot of educational. Again, I've got the free academy. It's called the Rebel Academy. Um, so your question. So to answer your question in the best, most exciting way is, so next Tuesday I'm having an event. I don't know if we could pull up here my website so they could just see the event if you guys want to come it's next tuesday it's going to be at hard rock cafe at 8 p.m and i'm going to launch something next tuesday which will be perfect for your second answer because i have more than 30 courses on social digital business entrepreneurship to your question where do you go so i am launching something new which is you are going to be able to have a personalized learning plan free so you're just going to be able to, you'll just answer a couple of questions that we've put together. And then my team within 24 hours will send you a customized learning plan. So that's launching on Tuesday. So keep a Oh, so you're coming. All right, okay. It's going to be so much fun. We're literally just going to party, maybe learn. There'll be a social hustle game. We'll network. So you will be able to have a custom learning plan based on what you want to achieve because there's so many courses and modules on the Rebel Academy. I also wrote a book last year, which the second edition is coming out. Um, and it's been very much about how you can self-start your own business and a lot about my journey here in Dubai. So I definitely talk about lots of interesting things in there. Um, and the second edition is coming out with two bonus chapters. The one chapter that I am very excited about is I actually share real case studies from my clients and they are entrepreneurs small medium-sized businesses by the way not just in the uae but all over and those stories are so cute and true and inspirational so i'm really excited to share them with the world and there'll also be a bonus chapter which is 20 steps on how you can turn your passion into a profitable mini empire so that so the book should be coming out in about a week's time well it's the second edition but then for some reason, Amazon didn't have it back on stock anymore, so that's coming out again. But, but I hope I see many of you on Tuesday because it's going to be super fun. And it's, if you guys go to events, on the events tabs, you guys can see it. Um, it's at 8 p.m. at Hard Rock Cafe. Is it Festival City, Festival Plaza? 
one of the festivals <laughs> as a city. Because now there's Festival Plaza. Plaza yeah. There's, right? There's, <laughs> why did they do this? And there's also an Ikea there. What are they doing to us? It's the same company. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. And if you guys want to enter my metaverse, my virtual metaverse, where I do have my um, NFTs, and you can see my semi-nude shoot images there, which are really cool. Um, just Is that with Walid Shah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's quite, you know, it's quite... I don't want to just give out that link and put it out there. Just DM me on Instagram and I'll send you the link to enter my little metaverse virtual gallery. It's really fun. I did have a metaverse live class last week. I don't know if... Yeah? And it was the funniest thing. It was my first class in the metaverse. Seriously, like, what's the world now? It's insane. And if you, and the video is on my Instagram, you can see it. And it was the most craziest experience that I've ever had recently. Because we were all in the metaverse, and then I kept changing the metaverse space. So we were in the campfire, then we were in these galleries. And people can, you can build your own avatar. And then I just put music on, like Cosmic Girl by Jemmy Rukwai. Who loves, who remembers Jemmy Rukwai? And then we all just, nobody learned nothing, you know what I mean? Like, we were just dancing. And I mean, we learned how to explore the metaverse, but you should definitely run a class in the metaverse with your students. We should, yeah. We've done that at work. You, yeah, so that's definitely now, 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 that you should experiment. But okay, so here's my, my, my details. So it's alexhousesocial.com slash meetup. It's just a quick register, it's free, and you'll get all of the details. I would love to see so many of you there next Tuesday. It's my first in-person event since two years, since my last one just before COVID. So I'm excited to be like this with you guys in person. Yeah. What time is it? It's at 8. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll be lots happening. Not 8 a.m.? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. This is going to be late. <laughs> this is like after work. You guys can come and like hang out. Yeah. I think uh, one other thought that I had as you were talking about your journey that I could also really relate to is the idea of um, so, so I, I work as a consultant, innovation consultant, but my side hustle, I, I've uh, written and illustrated uh, Arabic children's books, right? But in the process of deciding to do that, it took me over a year of, of and, and, to, and then at one point I decided to hire a coach because I realized that as much as I wanted to do this, something was stopping me. Yeah. And what was really interesting was the realization that there was not necessarily just a fear of failure, there was also a fear of success. Because the idea was, how would I redefine myself? Oh, right? that's so interesting. Um, yeah, so when you were talking about all these people that you talk to, and you know, they keep on saying, oh, I want to do this, I just don't know what's stopping me, I would really encourage anyone to just dig in and ask what's the worst thing that could happen, and what's the oh, best thing that could happen. Absolutely. Because you know? like, I remember even when I was starting out, just, and even, you know what, even today, because there is always small, there is always, there is always this feeling, and I say it's on sleep mode, I call it sleep mode, which means the feeling definitely is there, but it's totally on sleep mode, it's not active, which is, what if nobody ever wants to work with me ever again? Because if that happens, that's it, I really don't have a business, because how am I making, I have, like, I have so much free stuff, like, if you never want, if you never take my consultancy, or my program, or any of my paid stuff, like there's so much free stuff that you can take, right? And I, and that is there in sleep mode, but it is definitely there. 
And so I always just say to myself, whenever that creeps in, which it's rare when that comes, when it wakes up from sleep mode, I always just say, well, really the worst, 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 worst is I'm going to go get a job. And it'll probably be a good job because after all of this time now, it will probably be like, because my last job was director level too. So the worst really will be, I'll get hopefully a good job and a salary. And, and when we look at the world now, is that really the worst? I don't think so, right? There's wars happening, there's shootings happening, there's so many horrible things happening in the world. And, and, and so when we are looking in our little bubble, like, and we look at the outside world, that, that humility, that humbleness, the compassion, um, positivity, the optimism you talked about so much, it's not really so bad. And yeah, I'm always saying that to my clients. I'm like, and even when you do things and they don't work out, I always say like, so what? Like, if my book never sold, so what? Like, so what? At least I did it. And that's a win. Like, that will always be the ROI. I did it. I loved the journey. I grew from it. I took the experience. I remember when I did merch. So I launched merch last year, leggings and jumpers and hoodies and fun stuff, just because. <laughs> Again, like, I want to do merch. So I want to have cool stuff, you know. And I'm going to start with leggings because I'm always, I love to be comfortable. Uh, <laughs> and a lot of people are like, wow, like leggings? I'm like, yeah, they're going to be my rebel leggings, leggings. And it was such a pain in the ass. Like, why do I do these things? My mom is like, why are you doing this again? Because I literally had moments I wanted to pull my hairs. It was 3 a.m. late because I can't do this stuff during the day because during the day is the actual stuff that brings me the money, right? So then I just wanted to like, ah, I wonder why am I doing this? And, the, and I went for so many rounds of samples and getting it right because I didn't want you to get a legging from Alex and then it was shit, right? It had to be good. So... It's, yeah, imagine you get a legging from Alex and then you're like, what the heck is this, right? It has to be good leggings. And they are. They're smooth as butter. <laughs> you guys got to order them when my shop opens back again, which is soon. And just to get to the point of like when I finally got the best samples, my mom was with me at the time. I was so fed up of the whole thing. I looked at my mom and said, I don't even care anymore now. These people who buy these leggings, I achieved. I found the best, smoothest <laughs> leggings. Which the punchline here is like the journey, that process, you know, enjoy it, no matter what that outcome may be. Yeah, and making peace with the worst case scenario. Totally. You know, I, I said to my mom, I don't care anymore. I don't know. Let's see. Will people buy? And then it did turn out, actually, thankfully, that people, I think a lot of people were just curious and they were like, let's get these leggings because I document my process and my journey, which I urge many of you to do if you, if you want to build a personal brand because you then establish an emotional connection. You establish a trust level with people because they definitely saw me pulling my hairs on doing leggings, guys. And <laughs> Why you like it? But yay, cool, you know. Yes. I totally disagree with you when you speak about because you made the project you can talk about the power of Max Fatal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or Yeah. What the what sorry? Oh the sleep mode, the sleep mode. Yeah. Many projects there is the safer aspect down below. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Absolutely. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love what you're saying. Yeah. There's abundance. I always say that there's so much abundance. Like, I, I see... I. Whatever you sell. 100%. Or coaching or buildings. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. There's abundance. I've had people, I've sadly, I've had quite a few bad experiences that people have backstabbed me, that people have really betrayed me in, in, re, in a real, real sense. And I just think, why? There's abundance. There's clients for everybody. There's opportunity for everybody. There's millions of people in the world. I'm not good with numbers in terms of, I don't know how many are, we are in the world. But there's so many of us, right? There's abundance for sure. Of course. But I also love the strategy of, and I do a lot of that, which is you don't always need to know exactly. And I call it the honey strategy. I'm sure maybe you're familiar, which is you just put it out like honey and you let the he, the bees come to you. And, uh, and I think it's good to know what is our audience somewhat, but always leave a lot. Like, for example, now I teach kids. Are you kidding me? I say F a lot. How have I ended up teaching kids, right? But that's because I never really just wanted to restrict myself a lot into a niche. And now it tur turns out that now I end up teaching kids because they vibe with my energy. And I think they look at my hair and think I may be a virtual character or something. But now I've been teaching kids. And I never. in um, So they're like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And then I did it last year as well at the Sharjah Reading uh, Festival. And, but I had done it, well, I didn't do it specifically for them. They, they would just come to my events and parents would ask me, can I bring them? And I'm like, really? Okay. And then when I did, when we were on lockdown and I did so many live classes, I had mini class with Alex three times a week during lockdown. And I had a lot of pictures from parents that they were, moms, that they were watching the live classes with their daughters and kids. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, because especially in those lives, I was dancing a lot, jumping around a lot. It was like more of a party, but we were learning. It was like, oh, I don't know, let's learn Facebook ads or. And so that's been a very interesting thing where I never just niched myself so much, kind of kept it open um, to see what comes. And, and then I get, I get to decide if I want to go there more or not with the kids. For me, it's a little bit tricky because there's a lot of my content that I don't think it's kid-friendly just because I say F a lot, <laughs> and I don't think maybe that's cool. Um, but I do have on my Rebel Academy my kid, a kid entrepreneurship bundle uh, where it's a lot of the content I did at the Sharjah Kids uh, Fair, and I, I teach, I taught kids how to do a mini business plan. And I had the parents in, and some of the parents were like, forget this being kids version. I just learned how to make a business plan, and it was the best ever. I, I, I enjoyed it, so it's been really fun. So, yeah, the honey strategy is definitely a good one. Put out, let, let them come to you. Alex, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, you have been listening to the Creative Mornings in Dubai podcast for May 2022. The theme 
now with Alex Maya, a.k.a. Alex House of Social. I hope you enjoyed it. By all means, go and listen to some of the other talks that we've done. Go find us online, Creative Mornings, one word, and Dubai. We have over 85 talks up online. Go give them a listen. Go get inspired. And hey, if you're in Dubai, why not come and join us at Atelier in Emirates Towers live? Once again, thank you very much for listening, and we hope to meet you in person. But until then, share the link and enjoy the talks. My name is James Pikeway. So long for now.